Join Chelsea, Kurt, and Trent each and every week as we talk Indigenous music and amplify Indigenous voices. Welcome, everybody. This week we have Kristen McKay. I'm just going to wait for her to jump in here as soon as possible. Chelsea's running a little bit late, so we're going to start off with our guest right away. Chelsea's got some childcare issues. You know how that goes, all you moms out there. On International Women's Day, we want to say what's up and give a big shout out to all the strong women in our lives. That's right. Oh, there's Kristen. Hey. Hey, how's it going? It's going really good. How about yourself? Well, I'm a little hectic here at the last minute. Um, like I said earlier, good buddy Kurt is uh, tested positive for COVID. And um, he wasn't feeling well enough to come on the live stream. He said he was coughing and stuff like that. And Chelsea's having a little bit of issues with her her kids, trying to find somebody to help her control her, her munchkins while she comes on the live stream. So you're stuck with me on International Women's Day until she gets here. Well, I'm really happy to be here. So thank you so much for having me. Oh, no, that's awesome. Why don't you tell everybody out there a little bit about yourself, Kristen, what kind of music you play, where you're from, what your relations are, those kinds of things. Awesome. Well, I am um, Ojibwe Cree from Winnipeg, Manitoba. Um, I really like to, uh, like, for me, it's definitely country, but it's more has uh, like a alternative country kind of feel with just us you know, a bit of rock too. So kind of dabbling in the folk part of things too, as well as I've come to realize uh, traditional music is folk music. So kind of touching on all of those things. Um, I'm mainly, you know what, uh, I like writing my own music. I do play uh, covers. I have a cover band and uh, we do like kind of mix the covers with the originals as well. So it's going really good. Like um, music is like, you know, such an amazing gift and it's, it's meant to be shared. So that's what we're trying to do. It's awesome. What's your band's name and who are some of the other people in your band? Awesome. So like it's, uh, my band is called Prison Richard. So my lead guitar player is uh, Kevin Bushy. He's from like Hollow Water uh, First Nation here in Manitoba. He's been playing like for a lot of years. Like he's very, uh, very conditioned. And I was really like, um, I think I like totally struck gold. Like when him and I had contact, like my my girlfriend actually suggested that I contact him because he had that same, you know, country. And I was really leaning a lot on like the Waylon Jennings. Like I love 80s country. I really want to bring that back. So when him and I got together, it was just like really uh, like synchronicity. We kind of like the same music, same style. And just even with like stage uh communication it's like I feel really honored that like when I move he moves too so that that's kind of like a, a really amazing uh, thing that binds us and then our bass player is John Ranger he's from uh, Thunder Bay Ontario so he's been with us for uh, over two years now so that's going I think Prison Richard's been probably going for I want to say actively about the last three maybe three and a half years but more so in the last, like, I guess, before the pandemic, we were pretty busy then, so. Sorry, I'm just, Chelsea's texting me here. That's okay. <laughs> um, That's awesome. Do you have any family members that play music as well? Like a lot of us 
started, like I started in a family band with my dad for like 20 years. I played with my old man and then Kurt learned from me as dad. What's your story in that way? Uh, That way, yes. Like on my mother's side, they're very, like very, very musical. Like if you don't sing or play guitar, bass, drums, like you're, you definitely do some, uh, something along those lines. So growing up, like our grandfather would like play fiddles. So He's also really good to play the harmonica too. So I really like those two uh, elements that he brought into our lives. Like it kind of helped, uh, you know, get us that, I guess that appreciation of, uh, you know, like this, this gift of music. Right. So. Yeah. Also my, my grandfather was also a fiddle player. I never had the opportunity to meet him. He passed away before I uh, was born, but that kind of, that's kind of where my musical journey started because my dad started playing guitar for fiddle music when he was a kid and went on to play and that whole thing so yeah it's I think it's a common theme in our community like music especially people that have struggled for so long like you said music is it's it's a medicine it's it's positive energy and we all kind of drift towards it because it makes us feel so good I think what are what are some stuff that you have coming up um well right now like right as we speak I just uh finished um like my second single the first one is still unreleased but this one I'm I'm full full tail planning on releasing it so just working out stuff with that you know it's it's really uh been quite the process so like I feel you know just pushing forward and deciding like where and what I really want to do with it but like more or less to actually have something out and available like that was my biggest uh, goal with this particular release is I wanted to have something, you know, that uh, someone could search and like, they could find like my music that way. Right. So I'm, I'm just about to do that. Probably like I would say before the end of this month, I'll have it out on some platforms. I'm just fine tuning all of that stuff right now. And just, you know, we're kind of coming back to having like a, I guess a, semi-normal sense of things so still just you know processing with that and having that ability to you know maybe perform live and in person but like the virtual has been such a savior too with you know this last couple years so well why don't you sing us a song if you if you're so inclined can you uh, give us an example of your original music well all right well I'll sing uh this one, uh, I'll definitely probably go take it back to the studio because that's my plan with all of them. But uh, it's called Sandy. And uh, I wrote it about, uh, you wrote it in 2019. Hey. Hi. Hey, girl. Hi. Sorry I'm a little late, guys. Okay. No worries. We're, we're, I was just going to sing a tune for y'all. Oh, perfect. All right. So this one's called Sandy. I hope you guys like it.
Christine Zelinsky Scott, who says, love your voice. Thank you. Michelle Young says, beautiful voice. I love it. And we have people all the way from, all the way from, where is this now? Queensland, Australia watching us. Wow. So, hello to Australia. Thanks for hey. tuning in. Newfoundland. Hello down under. Yeah. <laughs> people watching. So that's great. Great song. Chelsea, you got anything to ask our friend Kristen here? That's so funny. I had put, I was actually saying something and I forgot I put my phone, the microphone off because I have children in the other room just screaming and playing. And I'm like, oh, uh, you know, I'm like, yeah, well, I did say it was like, that's a very beautiful song. What was the inspiration behind it? Uh, I think it was just more or less like uh, really embracing like that sense of freedom, like prior to, you know, what our world has kind of gone through this last while. But yeah, I just, I really took uh, my writing to a different place. Like just, I wanted to, you know, like, I guess, free myself with this song. And I guess just give myself a little bit more uh, freedom with, you know, the things that I was going to create and, and make, I guess, and then eventually share. So, Awesome. Sorry. That's a really, that's a really beautiful song. Like, um I'm a fan of yours I don't know if you know that uh yeah, I your you. post and stuff and I'm like wow what an incredible woman and um we definitely need to um you know jam out and just yeah. just hang out you know what I mean like we have talked about this before and we yes. never got around to doing it but I would really love to I would Absolutely. really love that. Yeah. that that's so like just uh you know grounding and rooting one another and I would love to play guitar for you, like just even with you, like, you know, create whatever and just breathe that. That's like, it's such a, something to definitely look forward to. So I'm really excited about that. Yeah. Like write a song together or something. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah. But don't ask Chelsea to write a song live on a live stream. because. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I make terrible faces, so it's. Like, I was like, mm -hmm. like it looked like I wasn't enjoying myself. I was like, 
<laughs> Maybe it was like you were kind of questioning what you were putting out there at the time. So. <laughs> so your songwriting process, what are you usually writing about? Is it personal stuff? Do you pick themes and move in? Okay, I'm going to ask a bunch of questions real quick and then you can just answer them. And do you write um, melody or lyrics first? Uh, it depends. I, I write a lot of lyrics. Like, I, I like to write based on like how I feel about something like maybe like a word or say like a, a movement or some type of, you know, gesture kind of inspired me. Like I'll sit on that and I'll find like the most descriptive word for me. And then I'll just kind of let, you know, whatever creativity just uh, flow right in there with it. But a lot of like uh, ones where I do the lyrics first and then come back with the music. So it kind of always works like that for me most of the time. That's cool. What about you, Chelsea? What's your what's your preferred method of songwriting? Um, not that I want to like steal music or lyrics. <laughs> I will go and listen to all like... Uh, it starts with an idea, an idea of a song of what I want to say. Then I will go to a bunch of other songs and then nitpick even even a word mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Just yeah. pulling ideas half the time. I don't use any of the any of that stuff, but it's just kind of part of part of the process for me. Um, I also need to be alone. And sometimes these songs can take, you know, like five, ten minutes. And then sometimes they take like years to finish writing. I have a song that I had started that I really like. And I just, there's one word, I swear, one word that would complete the song and I would be able to move on to the next verse or finish the song. And I can't do that. And I'm like, well, I'm not, I'm just not going to touch it. I'm just going to think on that over and over for the next couple of years more, probably. Uh, but it's, it's a really, it's a really um, personal thing for me. So I have to actually be alone and I have to find that vulnerable place. I actually have to go to a moment in time or imagine putting myself in in that you know moment of what i'm i'm writing about what i'm singing about absolutely what about you trent well i tried to write a country song back when i was a kid (laughs) and then i used to write uh i've been playing music for a long time now i don't know i know you guys don't know i know i look very young but i'm actually 47 years old so i started playing when i was 20 years old and I used to try to write country songs. And then once I just started to try and write music that I connected to, it got a little bit easier. I write all the time. I never co-write in, up until four months ago. Um, <laughs> now co-wrote, co-wrote seven songs together in a very short period of time. It kind of flew. They flew through. But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm more of an idea person. I start with the idea and then I work out the arrangement of the song like the chords and whatever and then i dive into the lyrics because i have like a central idea so for my next album the central idea is homelessness indigenous homelessness and it took me a long time to to complete all these songs there was eight songs i was a frontline worker dealing with homelessness and i had to step away from the writing for a while because it was too too much for me to take in like all the things it's not like the the songs are all that graphic but they do take me back to things that I've seen as a frontline worker and experienced as a musician in my earlier years. So 
yeah, that was that was a way to personalize the idea. You know what I mean? That's what I try to do is when I get an idea, I try to somehow put a personal spin on it. That's my thing. For sure. It definitely would help with processing and especially that when sometimes you're writing music, it's like it's kind of like the like when words fail, like that's kind of when music comes. But mind you, the lyrics are still present, but like seeing stuff like firsthand like that, it would influence what you're singing about. And especially if it's, uh, you know, trauma or something along those lines, like it'll, you know, it'll harbor more for you that way. But I I really like think that's, that's incredible. And thank you for your, your time with, uh, you know, putting your, your work in this last couple of years with this pandemic, that was a pretty tough time to go through. And thank you for all your, your hard work with that. I really appreciate that. (laughs) <laughs> it's an amazing amazing thing that this pandemic came along even though like a lot of us a lot of people struggled but a lot of people had to pivot what they were doing and think of new ways to be creative and connect to people and i think that this live stream came out of that as well like this podcast that we're doing because mm-hmm. we felt that need to get together and connect with people and share the music and share the stories of the music and i I am thankful for the pandemic for that, for making me think more as a storyteller than just a musician, right? Yes. Wow. For me too. I mean, I don't, I'm not going to lie. I've been telling everybody I loved it when the pandemic hit and I didn't have to work for a while, you know, I, but I miss it now. Um, but I really love like the, the podcast and the other things that I'm getting involved in. It really slowed down a, a lot of things and put things in perspective. Like um, me as a single parent, um, I did have help. I don't have help. now. It's just me and my kids. But um, sorry, my kids. Um, it's, you know, like I before, like actually being just me and my kids, I uh, decided that I just want to take take it really slow getting back into music um, for this year. Um, we had gotten, you know, like our hopes up last year that there was a gig and then there was, and there was a gig and then there was, and it was just going back and forth. And I'm like, I don't want to get my hopes up. I don't want to, you know what I mean? But I also want to slow down. Like I, I was a yes person. Every single gig that came in and was like, yes, 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 yes. And (laughs) yeah, I don't know. When it came to the pandemic, I was actually really, really, really relieved that um there weren't any gigs for a while i don't know if anybody else felt like that but i did (laughs) no i was like upset that they just all got taken away i was just starting i was like oh you know i I think i might have had like 14 right away just gone then i sat with another maybe i don't know a good 12 or something and this was just like february like so i was really like you know the the part about it for me, it's like I feel like as as much time as I may have lost within that two years, like I was a frontline worker through it and still am right now too. So like I I have like that uh, you know that that thankfulness to have like given the time to come back and kind of like work on my brand and you know just really like be like real with myself you know it's like I wanted to sit with myself and then I had no choice to sit with myself so then that's when I was like hey well you know might as well just keep pushing and I mean I was 
not really playing or rehearsing with my band for like two full years. We just had our first show like a couple of weekends ago. And I was like, wow, like this, I, I remember this, you know, and it was so great, but like, it's different now, but better. You know what I mean? So I really appreciate like that we get to stand on stage again. It's pretty awesome. Well, I, I totally get it. Like today, I have no idea how my daughter finally somehow accessed videos and photos. Um, <laughs> videos and photos like from, from the, you know, like that I thought I lost from previous phones. And I find, and I find this hilarious, hilarious video. It was just the audio of me um and the and firestone boys and i'm on the drums first of all that was like it was it's really terrible and but it's like you know like just being around another bet other band members and you know what i'm saying all these entertainers that's the part that i miss the most yeah and it it was just It was like from a couple of years ago and it was just, I was, me and my sister were just laughing. I wish I could post it. I totally shouldn't. And I told I don't think I should post it. Well, at least you have it to enjoy it though, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, um, but, um, we didn't, I, I had to, um, kind of just give up on my band. Uh, we couldn't gather and, they were a part of different bands. And I just, I was like, you know, it's not fair to try to be like holding on to my band, my band members and they have all these other things going on. And we just, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I, I think I would start again later um, with the different, with different people or the same guys that they really wanted to. But yeah, it was just a really big disappointment. And I was like, you know what? I'm not really into this right now. Um, but Tell me about shows. Tell me that you have a bunch of shows coming up because I know that you have some incredible things that were going on. And and yeah, tell us about that. Okay. Like I do have some shows coming up and like there, I have two bookings like this month. So I'm really excited about them. Uh, one is like uh, a night with the aunties. So this one, it's like uh, myself and I believe there's, seven or eight other performers just uh you know other female indigenous performers like from uh winnipeg manitoba area type thing so um some of us are coming like with our own band some of us are kind of coming uh you know to play with the 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 backup band they have there but i'm also like doing something a little bit different you know like with having all the like downtime of not playing with my band it kind of like um basically like it gave me that chance to just kind of work with like and not anybody but to work with some particular you know musicians for uh for a drummer right so right now I have like uh, my girlfriend is filling for us right now and she's doing a really rocking job on it but I know she's going to be busy with her stuff soon too but her 15 year old son plays drums and so for this next show we have on the I believe it's the 19th. He's going to play drums. Like, so I'm really excited to showcase that and, you know, like give him that, that space to just, you know, rock out. And he's really like getting so good. I'm, I'm really happy. And I hope that, you know, maybe he can meet some other people that are there to kind of, they can start a band or something, you know, cause like music, it's such like a gift to be shared and he's so passionate about it. Like, so I'm really excited to get him down there and we're going to do, I think about seven songs. So I, I told him that 
we're most likely going to cover some CCR and then the rest will be original tracks. So we're excited about that. Then same venue too. We have another booking at the end of the month and we're playing with uh, two metal bands. So we're playing with uh, Whale Hammer and Ronnie Ladderbrook and the Electric. So I'm really excited and it's, it, it's not even at all like that, um, that intimidating because I just like some of these guys, you know, like I've been following them and just like watching them grow as artists themselves and sharing that stage. Like, you know, that I, that honor is just, it, it takes a lot like to, you know, just enjoy that. So I'm really looking forward to that booking with them and just, you know, thank you so much, Ronnie, for always having such a, you know, a stellar night plan for us. So I'm really excited about that. But it's still, everything's still kind of up in the air. So I, I will definitely have more performances and more bookings just as time goes. So, so on the night with the aunties, who's the deadliest auntie? <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a great question. There's, they're all so deadly. It's like, I, I think they have to equally try. <laughs> awesome and playing with a metal band um that's interesting that's all right you know especially when your music doesn't mesh up sometimes it's good as long as the crowd is expecting you know yes they're they're very no to prison richard so i mean like i'm going to be honest like i i'm i i think i should be a little intimidated but i'm not we had a a a fill-in with a couple other metal bands like way like before when the pandemic first came it was different but yeah like I got it done and it kind of I felt like we kind of rocked up all the country tunes and it you know so I was was really excited about that this one it'll be more of a a showcase of like the the originals so it's like I'm excited about that too so my band was a metal band it was a rock band and I just I loved it that country chose me you know what I mean like I was trying so hard to look country for like the longest time I'm like um country female country singers have tattoos and red hair right of course they do (laughs) and they rock the guns and roses t-shirts and everything right I'm like yeah they I'm sure they do (laughs) um no I just I was trying (laughs) my first band was rock that's that's what my passion was was that music like I love it now I'm I'm just straight up country (laughs) I I like it too I mean like I feel like it's uh it's very like we're very rooted there I mean like it's a very safe place and uh, for me like country music it's just it makes me feel like home that's how I feel so I like love 80s country 90s country was great too but 80s is more like you know, they, they still meant it, you know, they, they, I don't know, it's hard to explain, but I'm just, I love Waylon Jennings. So like my interpretation of like some of the sounds and stuff with some of my original, it's like the female indigenous Waylon Jennings. So I'm going to strive for that for, for some time. And, you know, I just, I don't know, like I, I love country music too. It's, it's, I'm not going to lie. It's amazing. So why don't you sing us another song? Yes. Yes. says my money is on Kristen. <laughs> I saw that. Did you want me to play the new release I have coming out or sure, let's do that? Okay. 
All right, so this one is called uh, Black as Nights. I just recorded it uh, at Studio 23 with Jody Hunter over this past winter. So he's uh, my producer with that. And I'm really excited to, you know, finally have something out there, you know, something uh, that's like my staple, right? Just I've been going for all this time, but, you know, just can't wait to release it and put it out there. So I hope you guys like it. I'm really excited to get that out there and just there's it it's just you know it it came along like really good for me like it just flowed really naturally and I really like you know just the the other elements that I put into it once I took it to the studio so it's it's a really it's really good tune and in my opinion so I can't wait to hear it um when is when are you releasing the song well, I initially set like the 25th to kind of be like that, uh, that go-to day, but 
I'm, I'm still just processing some stuff and you know, I'm, I kind of came to like a couple hurdles. So I, I'm not going to push it back any further than that, but I'm really planning like to stick with the 25th. Like it's been waiting long enough. So it's yeah. this month, March 25th. Yeah. Yeah. This month. It is always tough when you're releasing new music, especially when you're releasing it on your own to know when's the right time how how quickly should i put it out there you know because you're relying on your own pretty much your own brain to make all the decisions if nobody's helping you because i've been doing this for a while, my own music and i've made every mistake you could possibly make but just keep doing it because that's the main thing just keep creating and keep keep releasing music because that song is just one moment in time and you got tons more moments in time ahead of you believe Absolutely. me and there's going to be lots more music for you to come and that's a great song so just get it out there and get people to listen because that's awesome that's half the half the battle oh chelsea disappeared she uh it went silent at her house that's when you know the kids are getting in trouble when you <laughs> so you needed a mom moment so yeah yeah <laughs> so i saw on your social media that you went on a tour this summer did you not I did, yes. Why don't you tell us a little bit about that, because not a lot of people had the opportunity to do shows. Well, I guess the summer did open up, and I did do some shows as well, I shouldn't lie. But, I mean, it was so sporadic, and it happened so quickly, you know. For summer, we just got started. We did about four four or five gigs, and then, bam, it was gone again. So yeah. it was pretty frustrating. Oh, it was. Like, for myself, too, like, I, I just stopped putting, like, any pressure on, like, the field to, you know, I love playing out, I love standing on stage, but just, you know, with the pandemic, you can't, you gotta wait, right? So, when the, the Manitoba Arts Network uh, kind of consulted with me about the tour, like, they just mentioned that this was their first, uh, like, their first bout of tours they were going to do, so they did a northern tour of northern Manitoba, uh, they did that with some male artists. And then the Southern tour they did with uh, some female artists. So it was pretty awesome, the whole experience. We got uh, to do, I think, nine different communities and towns. Some of them were like First Nation communities. We actually got to finish the tour in my home uh, nation of Pine Creek, uh, First Nation. So that was pretty awesome. And just the experience with, you know, the the you know checking into your hotel you know just making sure you're rehearsed you know like I had taken like um I think probably two parts of my closet because it's mostly stage wear you know and I'm very big on that visual too so like I always have different like outfits and coats and you know it's a girl thing I guess but I I really like I just like soaked all of that in like every stop and I did a lot of the driving too so it was really nice to just hit you know that uh that open road and just you're going out there gigging every night compared to not gigging for two years so that was pretty awesome I I I, I really I strongly suggested like if you can do it if you know they if you have like music programs or you know in your 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 region I guess like but otherwise, too, like I, I said that I, I want to make my own. Like I, I'm very good on the phone, so I could probably do a bunch of bookings all the way from here, maybe to like Alberta and back. You know what I mean? Like it, it'd be nice to finally be able to do so. Like it's, it's, it's a good feeling to be on the road playing music. Like that was my first experience. Like so, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, 
<laughs> Gotta love mom moments. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Chad so shows me, like the, the comments are popping up here and I'm just like silence so your kids must have been getting into trouble that's why you i was debating if i should just for for shits and giggles go get a wooden spoon (laughs) you know (laughs) something no i'm I'm kidding (laughs) yes quite a few my mom will be watching this or something and she'll be like bullshit i never hit you with a wooden spoon <laughs> so no my mom never hit me <laughs> I, I wasn't, I wasn't, my mom wasn't allowed to spank me because my grandfather never did and he went and told her he was like he's like i i will spank you if you spank her you know so no i <laughs> Usually it's enough to just point a finger at my kids, you know? Yeah, <laughs> <The mom. laughs> um, yeah but I have a toddler, so who doesn't care or listen? Fun. It's actually pretty good. Like, uh, <laughs> Elsie came over to sing some harmony on my album, and she didn't have anybody to take care of Amy, so she brought Amy with her. And Amy's like three years old. <laughs> and she did sit quiet for a little while and then she started to run around and then try to be quiet and look at look at us and kind of giggle and run around <laughs> all a few times but it was fine well <laughs> Trent had his back turned to me anytime that she come try to run to me or whatever and I'm trying to sing I'm like just being a well-behaved little angel <laughs> okay um she's actually she's really she is pretty good when it comes to like when i'm when i'm practicing uh learning new music or trying to write um but lately she's at that age now like almost four where she's like putting her her little hand on my mouth like my son did at that age you know I had to go buy a new roll of duct tape (laughs) (laughs) I've been asking you all these questions and diving into your personal life you got any questions for us um do you guys have you have you been to uh, manitoba like well obviously not lately but in your past like with all your bookings and stuff have you guys come this way much i have um i've been to amp camp in 2012 so came out that way um i was at the 2014 aboriginal people's choice awards with young medicine it's playing bass for kurt and uh, his partner there and yeah that's about it for me and my manitoba experience in winnipeg i'd like to come out there and play again because there's so many great musicians out there you know it'd be nice to go out and just take in the scene a little bit what about you Jules? um there's this dingy bar that uh <laughs> <laughs> Owen OJ went over to this bar over there and said that he was like, Oh yeah, Ernest Munias says hi, you need to come. Um, they waited really long for me to get ready. And by the time that I got, I forget the name of that bar. It's actually hmm, there's a you you have to know what bar I'm talking about in Winnipeg. It's the Westbrook. 
Yes, the Westbrook. <laughs> I've been to the Westbrook. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been to a, a couple of events um, uh, in Winnipeg, and they've all been actually pretty great. I've been to the uh, Indigenous or People's Choice Indigenous People's Choice Music Awards. I don't know what it's called, but yeah, that was back in it was back in 2012 i think or 2014 with sean bernard so we got to do a performance then and um went to support beatrice love when she she hosted uh, is that what they're called now people's the indigenous people's choice awards i think it's the indigenous uh music awards indigenous music awards that's right Aboriginal. I've done a couple of gigs there in Winnipeg, and um, I love Winnipeg. I just don't like the the drive. I don't like driving there. <laughs> I, it's really confusing for me, but it's a it's a beautiful place. Like you just in the city, or just coming here from where you are, like that. Drive. The city, <laughs> the city. Um, I think I almost ran a pedestrian over and caused an accident a few times, but it's really scary for me to drive in Winnipeg. Well, I guess there's a lot of, maybe a lot of brave people on the streets here. I'm not sure, but it, it's like, for me, it, it's, you know, it's, it's home, but sometimes it's like, it's just so small. Like that's how I really feel. So I, I love Winnipeg and it's pretty awesome, but lots of snow here this year. So it's, it's made for a rough commute, I guess, but it's home, so. It has, like, a, a New York feel to it. Do you think so? Yeah, there was, there was um, a couple of buildings. I remember, uh, I don't remember which hotel it was, but it, I had this amazing, this beautiful view, and um, some, of the, some of the buildings just reminded me of, like, New York, you know, mm-hmm. kind of, like, scenes from like New York and it was just really I don't know it just has a different feel Winnipeg just has a a different feel a good one I don't have the words for it but yeah I'm glad glad you felt that way here so that's pretty awesome Mm -hmm. what about you have you ever been to Edmondson a few times yeah like I went out there to go and uh the first time I was there to see the Foo Fighters so that was pretty awesome yeah I don't really come from Edmonton. I grew up in Red Deer, so okay. just south of here. But uh, I've been here for about six years now, so it's home. Okay. How like what's the music scene like over there? Like like after the pandemic and stuff, like it's slow right now. Like we're still. They just started releasing all the restrictions just the last couple of weeks. People are playing again slowly but surely. But I mean. I think for a while, not a lot of the bars really understood what the rules were either. So they were waiting. And so I think it's going to pick up now, hopefully. Like I had a gig last weekend. Hopefully there'll be more to come in the near future. With, so uh, yeah. So we're just. Well, and he's got a dance, right? So. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> we need some more deadly aunties to come out this way and do a, do a show. For sure. Well, like, honestly, like I'm really like. I'm pretty free these days, so like, shoot me a message if you guys are ever looking for some, you know, some musicians. Like, that would be a really nice travel there. Like, yeah, it's like probably a lot of festivals will start happening. Like, hopefully this year. So I know I had, uh, I had um, 
two of them that I was going to perform in last year, but they both got canceled because of like the pandemic, but more just as a solo artist, like I kind of started branching off doing that too. Cause I mean, you can't gather, you know, can't play like with a full band. So it's like, I just kind of kept going, you know what I mean? Like, so that's pretty cool too. I, I don't mind doing that. Sometimes I, I have a couple other things too. Like I've been working on with, um, I don't know, just, uh, I love music and everything, but like, I just, I, I get so busy with even my job too. It's kind of hard to like really balance. Like now that I'm trying to release music, like I see the difficulties that it is. It's one thing to, you know, like book shows and go play them, but it's another thing too. Like when you really have to sit down and, you know, do like the, the, like just the uploading, the updating, you know, like all your platforms and stuff like that. It's kind of like, like I said, I've I've kind of come to some bridges where like I'm looking and assessing, like, do I want to go this way or not? You know, do I want to use this, you know, this platform or not? You know what I mean? So that way, like, I feel like, I, I don't know, like I, I'm, I'm really excited, like to, to play out and, and to have something you know, like a, uh, like I said, like a staple. So I'm, I'm really excited about this release. It's, it's been a long time coming. So, so what do you do for a day yeah. job? You were just um, well, I'm, I'm actually like in the healthcare field. That's, that's kind of where I, uh, where like my education and training is. But um, I worked as like a health and safety services worker slash pandemic officer. So. I've been doing that for like the last couple of years and then just really been like poured myself into that for a while and just kind of, I don't know, been, you know, just doing like the um, marketing and, you know, like learning how to write grant letters and stuff like that through the pandemic too. Like it's a lot of work, but you know, like if you can manage your time well it's like you can be very successful that way but it's it's a lot like especially if you're doing it yourself like this far you know like I don't have a manager I work with no one does my bookings except for me so I just um I'm not really pushing too hard for anything I kind of just want to ease my way back into it but as much as I've missed playing you know I I look forward to going back to the studio too so I'm really excited about that that's awesome so healthcare, you've been a healthcare worker, so that's, I mean, you've been pretty busy then over the pandemic, yeah. for sure. Yes. Oh. Yeah, very busy, like some really, really, really long days and, you know, just learning, like, I don't know, like, uh, you'd be surprised, like, how often, like, even yourself, you catch yourself with doing things, you know, that obviously are, uh, kind of like a little bit less uh, supported these days but yeah like just you know the protocols the restrictions they're really hard to kind of get used to at first and then it was like I was almost at that point where uh, like I was kind of like almost like angry not bitter but kind of angry you know because of the pandemic and it just halted everything with my music like it just came to like a complete stop right? so then I just you know took some time to you know learn how to you know do some other kind of work like some you know marketing like promotions you know trying to dabble into like the digital point of things but it's just it's just too much to 
to get involved with there. That's a big commitment. And I'd rather just, you know, I'll learn as I go, if I do need to go that way, but otherwise too, like I've just, you know, taken a lot of time to kind of get really good with, uh, with myself, you know, and did a lot of like, you know, inner, you know, um, I guess restructuring, so to say. So like there's, you know, like my day uh, role I have, you know, I'm very busy with that, but then there's, you know, my, my music and stuff I have too, but just with everything, it kind of evolved. Like I, I don't know, was doing like some uh, podcast series myself there too for a while. So I have a, I have one called Sage Talk. So with that, it just kind of like, it literally just uh, like it, it evolved so quickly. And before, like, I really realized like what it was I wanted to do with it. It just one day just kind of came and like, I realized, you know, like, it's one thing to travel, like, you know, with your music and all that kind of stuff. But like, I, I stopped and looked at like how much like healing is needed right now. And it kind of gave me a new perspective on like what, you know, or how to use my voice, you know, so I've been talking about like wanting to to create like a trauma response team and like to travel to like northern communities across Canada, the states, you know, and talk about stuff that, you know, like, uh, you know, anything like with traumas, you know, Indian residential school, day school, you know, like uh, dabble on stuff with like, you know, uh, bullying and you know suicide prevention you know maybe even a little bit of diabetes prevention as my background is you know medical so there's lots I'd like to share with our you know our youth and yeah so that's kind of something new I've been kind of sitting with and you know I'm really excited to push that too like it's it's it feels like it's like the my soul's purpose that's kind of how I felt about that so I know it's like some really big uh big anti shoes to fill but um i'm quite ready to fill those shoes so. <laughs> <laughs> i like that i'm going to use that <laughs> one more for us before we're out of our, our sure we got about five minutes left in our hour here so why don't you okay. sing us a song and then we can uh say goodbyes and do all that awesome stuff all right. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. I really appreciate, uh, you know, y'all sharing your platform with me today. Um, I, you know, thank you for the time and energy we shared here. So do you guys want to hear a cover or you want to hear another original? Original. Whatever you want to sing us, but original would be better for me. <laughs> right. So this one is called No More Good Times. Uh, I wrote this to, to tribute and honor like our murdered and missing Indigenous women and girls. So this will be the next one that I take to the studio. So it's called No More Good Times.
and she got into his Nice job. Thank you. Oh my God, I was like on mute again. No, <laughs> That's no, incredible. No, nothing coming. That's a beautiful song. And you said that was for our stolen sisters? Yes. Thank you for that. I have uh, I have a stolen my sister Amy. So that that really meant something to me. Thank you for sharing that. Absolutely. Well, my like my story with it too is like. You know, I, I want to sing about things that like some of us are still scared to talk about. You know, I feel like we've been silent for way too long. And, you know, especially for our sisters like that are, you know, they're still calling out to us and we'll never stop searching for them. You know what I mean? Like in that way, you know, like whatever, like we're carrying from them, like from that time we shared with them, it's like that never goes away. So it's like that want and that need to continue to search. It's like that will never go away either. So. I'm, I'm really glad you found comfort in that. So. Thank you. Well, any last thoughts, Trent? No, I'm good. This was fun, Kristen. It was nice. <laughs> you, um, I don't, I've, only, I've been friends with you on Facebook and I've seen your posts, but I've never really had a conversation. So this was enlightening and uh, yeah, thank you. And I so definitely didn't want to miss it because, <laughs> for, you know, <laughs> I had to figure something out. Like I was scrambling around. I'm like, oh my God, there's like 10 minutes and I didn't see it, you know? Because <laughs> I'm so wonderful with time, <laughs> first of all. And then I was like, no, I can't, I can't, I can't miss this one because it's Kristen McKay. You know, like I love you. You're, you know, you're super amazing. I love, you know, the things that you're doing, the music that you're creating, you know, and I hope to, to catch um, one of your shows live. Um, in the near future, hopefully, like really soon, <laughs> I will. I will travel there. Let me know. <laughs> um, I certainly will. <laughs> the anti show would would be awesome. You know, I uh, actually yeah. want to be like an anti. You know, <laughs> well, well, it's on the nineteenth. If you're in this area, come on down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> 
Um, but yeah, thanks again for for joining us, and I uh, I hope that you had a wonderful evening with us too, and everybody watching. Yes, thank um, you so much for having me. I really appreciate this time, and it was like a true honor to come here today. So I thank you guys for sharing that with me. Thank you to so everybody who is watching, and um, I highly suggest that you go and follow. Uh, uh, Kristen on her page um, and go look for her music and stuff and yeah thank you guys again for tuning in awesome well you guys have a great evening and thank you for everyone that stopped by and thank you so much for having me You're listening to Do You Hear Me Now? Amplifying Indigenous Voices, where each and every week we bring you stories about Indigenous music and Indigenous artists all across Turtle Island.